Thank you so much for joining in. My name is Aditi Surana. I'm going to be your host on this show called Absolutely Right. What is this show about? We're going to talk about different people's lives, their journeys, how they make their decisions, what they do, why they do the things they do. You know, all the psychoanalysis stuff based on a topic study called handwriting analysis. In technical terms, we call it graphology. I'm a graphologist and a high-performance coach. So my professional life led me to read people and understand them at a different level altogether based on this topic. Now I would invite you to come and listen to the interviews with our guests and you know know more about them and through their these conversations know more about yourself in these interviews. So here we are. Today's first guest is Anupam Gupta. Anupam is a chartered accountant and a financial analyst. You know, beside being uh, an investment specialist, he also does a lot of content. He uh, works with companies like Aditya Birla, Motila Loswal, Bloomberg, Quint for their content. Also writes for Business Standards and Scroll. Now, what was interesting? I I thought this was very interesting to have a financial advisor talking about money, <laughs> our favorite topic, on a podcast. His podcast called Pesa Vesa on IBM Podcasts. actually has become asia's best business podcast and he has been one of the first few people to take it up and bring all the inquiries or questions or doubts that we have about money on his podcast conversations and solve them for his listeners i'm very excited to have somebody who's methodical who's really planned in his approach to be on the show and jump in with complete extempore approach and we're going to jump into it and figure it out so here we are so we have anupam gupta on the show today anupam i have heard so much about your podcast is one of its kind oh. and i believe that you have won the best business podcast I award was very lucky asia wide right asia podcast award asia podcast. best business wow. pod best business podcast at the asia podcast summit wow that happened so in december last year so what is year. the podcast about so well, it's as simple as money i mean it's called paisa paisa <laughs> okay uh, a topic that we really avoid talking about yes it's I, about it's about i'm so i i wanted to be about all aspects of money okay we live in a time where people think that in that paisa paisa is nothing but investment and sip and i think that no it has to be about more than that because mm-hmm. you know it, it it has to be about your expenditure for example it has to be about your credit cards about your insurance and not just investments so also budgeting budget well yeah i mean financial planning okay. i like to call it financial planning okay uh so and i've explored a lot of stuff like even bitcoins and stuff oh. like real estate also because uh there is data to show that real estate is a very big part of our savings true so true. that's it. So especially that, for indians yeah, I, yeah it is you know whether it's real estate gold i've not had one guest on gold i'm trying to get somebody for okay. gold <laughs> but yeah so that's what my podcast is about how oh, naive no. and i'm so excited to know about your journey with just writing the sample of handwriting you mm. said you wrote after many many years yeah um so i loved writing in school okay the uh, thanks to my mom she always encouraged uh, reading and writing and you also had a good handwriting that i don't remember okay. at all because <laughs> okay. uh you know so i've had uh, i i used to write diaries in notebooks and stuff like that so in school and i'm seriously so my school was in the 80s okay, okay. so that's uh, as as long so do you long write diaries that. even now Like not, type no, it or whatever. No, no, no. no, no. I mean, okay. come on. I mean, <laughs> how more self-indulgent can you get? And who's going to read that stuff? Any which way, my life is pretty boring. So no. 
No, you deal with paisa waisa. So I don't think your life can be boring. We are all interested in it. But yes, please go ahead. So yeah, no. So I've um, I've always liked writing. Okay. I think uh, I've I think it's kind of a gift or something that you treat with a lot of respect. That if you're able to convey what's in your head into words, it's, it's a big deal. And I'm not right. saying that I'm able to do that, but I just respect authors, you know, much more than say other people. Just for the fact that being able to express yourself is a big deal. And articulate exactly yes. the same way you and, want to say it. And that doesn't happen quite. Quite often, especially not in this digital era where you know, admi bolta kuch hai, sunta kuch hai, likhta kuch hai, samajhta kuch aur hai. And then you only have ten seconds to capture anybody's attention, That's so right. you forget it anyway. Yeah, I mean, look look at the times that we live in, right? I mean, you know, our attention spans are compressed. True. What we read is actually the typed word and not the written word. True. We would like to say that we are writing, but we are actually typing. Yes. You know, so stuff like that. So I think, but still, these are the times we live in. You know, interestingly, when you use handwriting as your form of writing, you have to calm down. You have to slow down. No matter how fast you write, you can't multitask. That is exactly my experience when I was writing this. This is so right? interesting. Like, and we you know how we are used to uh, multitasking, and we take pride in it. But you cannot multitask with it, and that makes it so interesting. You it, can still express yourself, and that internal mental snapshot I'm talking about will come out. Yes, please. Yeah. Uh, so when you know, so when Radhika told me that this is what I have to do for the show, mm-hmm. uh, my first thing was resistance. I haven't written for like I have forgotten now how much time. I I've know, written. and what's the point writing? Uh, and I, I. You know, for okay. So, truth be told, uh, I so in the work that I do as a consultant, I meet a lot of people, right? And for that, I also I also have to take notes, okay, during the meeting, okay. okay? And those are handwritten notes, okay. Uh, there, I choose block capitals just so that I can read my own <laughs> my own handwriting when I need to read it. You can read your own handwriting. Yeah. So okay. that's 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 so, which also means it has happened in the past that you wrote something and you could not. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> yes, exactly. So okay. going into this task of writing 10 lines itself was, I, I approached it with a lot of resistance. I had, so first was now what topic do I choose? Right. Now, how are you going to I thought, let's constitution ke mein kuch likhte Very good. Why not? You know, we, the people and some. <laughs> but then I also, you know, for what Radhika told me that it has to be spontaneous. Yes. I said, okay, if I'm just writing what's written somewhere, then there's no spontaneity in it. So I thought, Let's talk about a topic that I love to rant about so much. Which I believe is Bandra. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so why, why Bandra is? Born and raised. So oh, born you're and Bandra raised, boys. Bandra <laughs> man, so to say. But yeah, you know, so that so when I started writing, right. I didn't know where 10 lines are over. And I honestly could have gone and on and on and on. And I didn't expect that. That's so nice. So I didn't expect that. I just thought that I'll be struggling to write. How much can I write? But then I started and it just went on and on because... I guess when you start even talking, I mean, writing about something that you believe in or you mm-hmm. feel strongly for, yes. you can honestly go on. Yes, so and, true. And writing is, uh, in a sense, one-way communication. It's not like a conversation. True. So, yeah. So, I uh, always tell people that if you uh, write after a long time and if you feel that, oh, because I'm writing after a long time, my handwriting cannot talk about me because I haven't written the skill I haven't, I haven't used in a long time. But it doesn't matter, honestly. When you look deeply, handwriting is like cycling or swimming. It is the skill. Once you learn it, it is there in you for life. You will take some time. Like first two, three lines, you like struggled, pushed. But as you rightly said. Thankfully, it didn't. For me, it didn't. I think when I started, uh, it it just kind of flowed out. And I don't think that I had prepared for it or anything of that sort. So, So, I think that came to me as a bit of a surprise. I didn't expect that. But it's. I don't think that I would have... 
now that I'm saying it, I don't think that I would have written as smoothly if I was typing this on a keyboard. True. It comes out as a tweet so, or so, something or so. So should I hear this as you're going to write little often than you do? <laughs> <laughs> Handwritten. Oh, you can give it a try. Like I am like really promoting this whole idea that take a moment to write a page, uh, a line, uh, a paragraph, whatever. Just like get back to yourself by writing. Thanks to you, I'm open to that idea right thank now. You, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I definitely agree with what you say. Okay. Thank you so much. Sure. So before I talk anything about you, let me talk about this block print writing. You said you when you are in a meeting, when you make notes, you use block print writing. There are people who use it all the time. Like if listeners who are listening to the show, if they look at their own handwriting and if they uh, use it occasionally for a particular purpose or they use it as a habit or if they're trained, like architects are trained in writing handwriting, block print handwriting. In any case, you have a formal self, which is very, very uh, carefully curated. So as a consultant, when you meet people, every choice that you make in that conversation is very carefully curated. You would like, you would talk, you would crack jokes, all of that, but you would not lose your focus. You would not go away from why you are there. Mm. And, you know, for example, as I understand, their interest is is very, very important for you. So you're like, okay, no matter what I think about their choices or their preferences, I'm not going to get that into this conversation because I want to make sure I follow the system, the structure, the space that I have curated very carefully. Mm. You know, for architects, they they create the structure in different ways. Yeah, for mine, it is more, uh, you could look at it as the minutes of the meeting. Because if I'm going to someone uh, for a meeting, it usually is to talk about a certain topic and his thoughts and his views about that. So it's very important for me to get certain words right or to record exactly what happened, you know, so... yeah, but that you could have written otherwise also. The the fact that you use block print writing mm. as your method of writing, you may think it is about, you know, being able to read your own handwriting. We all have our reasons. But the psychological choice of using block print is being curated and being, uh, you know, this is not a random thing for you. You give so much of importance to it so that you follow a structure. It's interesting. Even in the conversation, not it's, in the handwriting, yeah. but in the conversation. By which you made the choice of using yeah, block I didn't print. think of it that way. I yes. really didn't think of it that way. Because to me, yeah, I mean, what he's saying matters and I need a structure to the whole. All right, I yeah. get that. Yeah. So this is how handwriting works. So whatever choices you make otherwise, handwriting has a way of describing it. Sure. And okay. then we would like, I would look at the handwriting and know what are your like ways and what your preferences are. And then we'll build the conversation. That's exactly what we're going to do in sounds good. few minutes. Yeah, yeah sounds yeah? good. So first thing that when I look at your handwriting, I feel you have had... A, a very long-term vision of your life. Like it's not like a clear plan of action, but you always thought long-term. And when people looked at you, they wondered like, why would you think so long-term? Why would you not make those quick bucks? Or why would you not make those, you know, like very, very uh, tempting choices right away? And you wouldn't. And that felt like stupidity even to you at times. But you kept on moving towards a larger idea. And when you look back today, Uh, Say, for example, at 35, when you looked back over your 10 years, you knew you reached where you thought you wanted to reach. At 45, when you turned back, you also felt, okay, this is what I roughly had in mind. So please tell me, how is that? This is, it's very, you know, it's eerie, right? It's really strange because this is exactly what we, what I talk about uh, when it comes to investments on my podcast. Really? Okay. Yeah, because, um, so investments, the entire thing is that you think for the long term. Okay. Whatever you do has to build towards a goal. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing random about it. Right. So this entire concept that retirement, for example. Right. Okay, so, you know. You look at the longer picture. If if you are a 25 year old, you're actually going to be talking 30 years 
from ahead. now right if so, you're 45 then you're talking 25 years or whatever it is so that that idea that whatever actions you do you have to keep a long picture goal in mind mm-hmm. is very integral how naive to uh, to my podcast to my decisions on money to a lot of my conversations also also to your life choices yeah, yeah. so it is so nice for somebody who talks about long term also has a personal preference of life as a long term thinker i i guess so you know there are so many people who believe in long term investment mm. does not mean they actually believe in long term thinking in their life so anything happens that would push you in that greed moment or that moment of like making a quick buck that that is not appealing for you as a person anyways it's damn strange damn strange that because just yesterday <laughs> okay i put this tweet out you know i said that income minus expenditure is equal to savings right. and you should be looking at increasing your income rather than hunting after the best cashback best discount best promo code best this best that best mutual fund I'm be- so relieved. I <laughs> I'm horrible with all these deals. Yeah, because, I'm so, because I'm so happy. That that stuff will give you thrill maybe for a day. But right. imagine increasing your, your income. income. How so, about that? How you nice, know, how if nice. you have to increase your savings, then why don't you? Jeez, I mean the amount of time we spend on this stuff is crazy nowadays. I mean, I left it. Seriously, I didn't even pick it up. I'm so happy. One thing order, Zomato or Swiggy, and you're like, "Oh, best promo code, best discount. Go through all the options. I have that credit card. I don't have that credit card. Hey, please forgive me, man." And people really judge me. People around me, they're like, "Oh my God, why are you not paying attention?" Probably something in my handwriting. Yeah. <laughs> I hear what you're saying. I get that often. So, um, <clears throat> is there any question? Do you have that I should answer? I think uh, you know so how did you come to know is this is this an art of how I put my T's and my H's on how I is there any to begin with yes okay. and it is mathematical it is interesting you know uh, it creates permutation and combinations so we have different ways of writing A's you know A's mm-hmm. are commonly used letter which is uh, multiple in your writing you when you, if it is in the beginning of the sentence it would look different middle of it different connected disconnected but uh, there are I think. Fifty-four ways of writing small wow. letter A, Man, wow. and the That's combination that you pick up is not one, but the combination that you pick up describes your choices. And with experience, what has happened is when I have seen people stories handwriting, people stories handwriting, your mind kinds of build kind your mind kind of builds this whole conversation and permutation. So you literally pick, look at those strokes and you know where this pattern is going. That's but, amazing. <laughs> but I always feel the most curious part of it is playing it out every time. So I would have this knowledge, and I would look at okay. So what are we looking at here for for you? So as I'm asking, you want to ask a question, then we can. Yeah, and the second question to me would be that does it show that I'm always in a hurry? Because for me, that's the thing about me that I'm I'm a little bit impulsive. I'm always you know I'm I would rather take a decision as soon as possible rather than you know. And I'm talking not talking about a long term decision. I'm just saying that today I'm in the mood for a sandwich. So eat on the corner, khadam, boom, that's it. I am not among the guys who will say, "Acha." Let me savor the idea and then the thought and then finally the sandwich. Yeah, I'm not that. So there's one thing that I noticed when I was writing this. Um, If I'm writing a word which has you know either uh, some uh, you have to cross a t or dot an i or stuff like that, I would have to go back. <gasps> so good! I'm so happy you noticed. I'm not. Hey, okay, I'm, I'm not the it. kind of person who stops, puts the t, and then writes the full word. Also, like, I write the full word and then I go back. Sometimes also when you write t, the the bar which is the horizontal line is almost flying off. You you have to contain it, and you just like okay, get to that point and just try to. So I want you to tell me about that. Does that say something about a person? Yes, a lot. And 
just please go on on that <laughs> a lot so uh, uh, that t where your t bar which is a horizontal line line is it on the right or flying off that means you either have temper impatience uh hurry i would not use as a word but impatience fundamentally to execute whatever you are clear about i've tons of that impatience <laughs> i have a lot of impatience but if you are not clear you'll wait it out okay if you're clear then it has to happen yesterday that is your funda okay other question uh the direction of writing yeah. i i was so sure na that my handwriting would go here there everywhere like ek straight line mein mere se nahi likhne wala which is not true I was surprised by that. Yes. So yes. does that does that mean it's something? It's called it's called baseline. Baseline okay. is the the imaginary line on which you write. And in your case, you thought you know most of the time. And also, I'm asking people to write on a blank sheet of paper without unruled blank ha, A4 unruled, sheet. Unruled, yeah. Ha. Because I want to see where your handwriting ah, is going. That's okay. the trick. So uh-huh. you wouldn't realize you caught it. Good. I'm happy. But if you look at it, um, you know it's a pattern. If it is moving upward, that means your always enthusiastic people think it's a positive thing it's not as enthusiasm if it is straight then depending on how straight it is uh, we would talk about how focused you are so always use the example of like a car racing so imagine a car that wants to reach a point short distance not a long one then you would like make sure that you avoid as many um, turns and as many you know off the mm. track moves even minute ones and that is about straight handwriting okay uh next question uh it's surprisingly i i don't think i have made any spelling mistake so i don't know if you've read those 10 lines but i haven't scratched i haven't done anything of that sort i thought that i would but i haven't okay. does that mean so anything so i uh, ha- i keep mentioning this because i'm very happy and proud of it i'm i'm a dyslexic oh so i cannot uh, i couldn't even notice wow. your handwriting your spelling mistakes but uh, i feel that gives me the whole insight of reading what otherwise i wouldn't read on the line i would read between the lines uh that doesn't matter like that flow like it also about uh, being you know uh, you miss your details mm-hmm. and all of that but now people do not write and with autocorrect you have lost the habit so i think we should not i would i don't keep that in mind not okay. that i can but i just do not keep that in mind what about end of lines i think somewhere i think i've kind of just have a bit of a slant i don't finish like if i'm if i'm writing an entire sentence and i don't reach the end I just kind of stop short and then go to the next line. I'm Does so that... happy that you have been like observing all these things. Like I generally get when I said, "Do you have any questions?" <laughs> I mean, "Do you have any questions about you that I can answer?" We'll But we are talking about handwriting. I'm like, so you know. So I'm I... hoping that what the way I write is telling me something about me as a person also. Sure, sure. Huh. So when you cut a sentence and you go down and you like basically a line is about planning. Okay, if you if you want to write, and it's very interesting how your mind plans and acutely picks up words whether they would fit or not. Some people I have seen handwritings where they do not have any uh, adjustment. You know, they, if they are using seven words, or like it, it would end exactly there, and then they would go to the next line. And some people like me and you, we would like just take do that dash and write <laughs> below. This is about approximation. Hmm. This is about figuring out if I really can achieve that or not, and going for it. Like one point I want to talk about is your immense intensity. It's not about impulsiveness, but it is the intensity with which you do anything. Now that intensity requires a space to happen, okay. and that builds your impatience. 
Now, what I'm doing is I looked at your T, I picked up that impatience trait. But when I look at other strokes, I'm combining it and I'm looking at, oh, is he impatient because he's emotional? Is he impatient because he's intense? Is he emotional? Is he impatient because he really does not have any clue about the future and wants to get the best in the moment? Mm. These are all different motives to reach the same conclusion. But in your case, it is the intensity. Okay. What you have seen and if you believe that you just have to put that action or whatever that action is to achieve it, you will go that length. You will not stop until you achieve what you have in mind, not what is correct, not what is required, what okay. you have in mind. And I feel that is some form of commitment that people lack. Okay. I know. I'll take that as a good thing. It is a great thing. And that has been uh, your motivation to go ahead even when you fell down. Okay. Even when you couldn't achieve things. Even when things uh, didn't go your way. You got up and you every time chose to stick to this path. Okay. You know, which... Thank you for that. <laughs> Thank you for, you know, putting it that way. Anything that is, that is not good. Something that Let is... Let me finish. Oh, okay, what sorry. Is this? <laughs> like, what is this? Like, we just started like talking good things about I'm, you and you're like, oh I'm, my God, I'm so, I'm such I'm a humble a, person. I'm a podcast host, so I just love how, <laughs> you know, just kind of, um, no, just no, love I'm hosting this on one. The mic. I'm, I'm hosting to, this okay, one. So okay. you are supposed to like, listen. Okay. Go on. <laughs> or you're supposed to speak because I should <laughs> ask questions, sure. but nevertheless. So one uh, aspect I want to highlight that is when you pick up a project when you pick up something that matters to you we're talking about impatience that intensity was the second point uh, long-term thinking was the third now one specific idea that i feel is to do something different or do the same thing in a different way and that is um discomforting for many many people can you give me examples oh yeah, yeah so my podcast okay my own podcast right um which one pesa, pesa. asia's best oh thank you business so much. Yes, show that's, that's awesome. thank, you, thank you for that it's also you know shout out to the team at ivm oh, who's, who's also you know uh, the award is as as much theirs as it is mine so it's interesting that you say that because um i think that the topic that i deal with for my listeners is very dry can get boring a lot also depends on the guest who comes in because right. uh, when it comes to a topic like money, people want to hear specific takeaways. People okay. want to hear specific advice. People True. want to hear specific tips because some of them are listening to understand a topic. Some of them are listening to solve their problem. True. And Most of them would look yeah, at it. Yeah, yeah. You know, so if um, let's take a credit card, right. I have uh, shot over my credit card payment mm-hmm. or rather I've, you know, I've not paid it within the due time. Right. What should I do? Tell me some good habits. And if the guest is not able to get that out to me, then the listener also loses. So the challenge for me is always to keep on trying different things. Right. Keep on talking about a wide range of topics because people would expect that when it comes to something like money, all you can do these days is investments and SIP. Mm. As I said, no, personal finance is actually much more than that. Right. It's about a lot more things, a lot, lot more products. I mean, I, I couldn't do an entire series on insurance. But anyway. So, given that, now what can I explore which is totally different? Right. What requires me to probably go outside my level of comfort? What requires me to... But starting a podcast on this topic or you starting one of huh. the first few podcasts here, huh. that by itself was going out of your zone, comfort zone. It was. Uh, um, I think it, it was a total experiment. Right? That's what I'm saying. I so, have, that experimenting I, yeah. began from starting a podcast. Yes. Yeah. So, I'm a chartered accountant. I have absolutely no media background. Okay. So, you know, and chartered accountant as boring as it gets. <laughs> So for someone, you know, who's just used to balance sheets and audits and, and I work in the stock market. So wow, yeah. uh, as, 
as a consultant. So that's even more boring <laughs> to some extent if you go beyond the business TV channels okay. and all. So obviously a podcast was totally was different. Right. You know, and then there... The thing with the podcast also is that if it works, it works. If it doesn't, you just lose spirit. True. So true. I, thankfully, Touchwood, you know, pe- people have been kind. They've been listening in. The challenge for me always, like I was going to say, was that moving out of your comfort zone, saying that, okay, let's make things different. Right. So one, uh, I had an episode where I called kids over. So cute. Yeah, that's what's <laughs> okay. And they had a good time. Uh, and, and they spoke about money? Well, they spoke. So they threw some questions at me, which was a little bit difficult also because I was really surprised <laughs> at the, their, yeah. their kind of knowledge that they had. But uh, so that that was one example of doing something different within right. within the format of the podcast. I think the second that I did was the year-end special of 2019, which was a mental health special. Which I heard. Oh, which thank heard. you. Yeah. So that 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 featured Sonali Gupta, who is a clinical psychologist, yeah. and then Kavita was there for half of the show. So I think yes, I like to experiment. I like to, you know, just throw a curveball here, here and there once in a while, just to see how it fits in with the audience. And definitely, I think, and podcasts, I think, give you that space. And I, I would try that with any format, actually, and, any format. And I believe you do that with parenting also. Like as I understand, you're a very involved parent. <laughs> no, I'm, my wife I'm, should be here to, <laughs> to have a point of view. Make sure that, that she listens yeah, to this. I will. I will. No, you are you are a uh, you know at times annoyingly involved, but I, an involved parent, and yeah. who would figure out if my child is going through and highly observant. So what you would do in any situation, you would observe things very closely and figure out what can I do without imposing, without directly suggesting without trying to get to the point in a way that I am giving the solution. And that requires a lot of patience. So that's, that I think is as accurate as it can get because my kid is now almost 12. Okay. Pre-teen or whatever oh, yeah, they call it. These yeah. days. I don't know what, what, what it's known as. So obviously, you have to pick up on on a lot of the cues that, you know, that a kid sends you verbally, non-verbally and but stuff that's like not, that. But you're not doing it because he's 12. You, you have been doing it from the <laughs> beginning. Yeah. You know, I'm talking about that as a pattern of approaching a process. Yeah. So you do that throughout, you, or you did that throughout, even you do it now. And the whole process of doing it is your style. Yeah, I am actually a believer in that concept. Now, whether you call it, uh, you know, the whole Mahabharata thing where you, the activity is of more meaning. That's exactly. So, I'm, I am actually a believer in that, that the process is more important than the outcome. Right. And that even applies to the stock markets. And I talk about it also a, a lot that when it comes to your own money, as long as you have a well thought out process, whether you reach your goals or not is actually, you know, it is important with, for, for you to reach them, but you also need to understand the process that you're using to reach them. I'm going to ask you this question out of my curiosity. <laughs> okay. So I, um, two years back, I was handling uh, some some portfolio with someone and I actually visit, met 35, 40 fund managers across the country. Mm. And this was like a very uh, curated, very, very uh, thoughtful attempt of doing that. And I had lots of questions. One of the fund managers was really good with his performance over 20 years. And we were talking to him and he spoke a lot about this process mm. idea. Mm. And I asked him, I'm, I, I wondered and I genuinely wondered this. When do you know you go to change your process? Because if you're committed to a process, your process would not see what is... Uh, what is the obvious thing for the other person who's who does not have that process? You know mm. how we, if a process works for you ten times, you will have that confirmation bias. So how, when do you know when to change the process? Because market is constantly changing. That's a fantastic question. I think that I I wish that there was a black and white answer or a particular answer to it. But mm-hmm. I think that one of the guiding rules that you have is that when the 
रिजल्ट स्टार्ट टू बी कंसिस्टेंटली डिफरेंट फ्रॉम वॉट योर प्रोसेस टेल्स यू टू बी आई गिव यू एन एग्जाम्पल राइट सो नाउ योर एक्चुअली विद यू नो यू इन्वेस्टेड इन अ स्टॉक प्रमोटर द ओनर यू यूज टू ट्रस्ट इम अलॉट बिकॉज ही डिड वन थिंग एंड वन थिंग ओनली एंड द गाय वॉज वेरी क्लीन एंड ही स्टिल इज क्लीन बट ऑब्वियसली ही इज बिकम वेरी रिच नाउ बिकॉज वट एवर ही वॉज डूइंग वर्क एंड द स्टॉक मार्केट थैंक्स टू thanks to the market his stock price has gone up and with that his personal wealth has gone up right now what happens he's not involved in the business and he just says that i want to try something different which okay which is so applicable if, to so many yeah, people so if i'm making coffee i want to take on coke right how about that so you know that your processes has held you so far because you followed certain rules that this is what he should do that is what he should not do this is what the results of it should be and so far as the process is working you are absolutely fine the minute that this happens you need to recheck your process you need to figure out that this is not working for me anymore that's one example the second example could be if the laws and the regulations change hmm now you know people uh, promoters who are really good manage their way beyond that also at at times but at times stuff can just kill you and they get telecom, stuck telecom yeah. is one example you've been reading the headlines about how yeah. the government changes all these rules so it's you know so that is stuff that's beyond your hands uh, is yeah. not in your is control. not in your control and the process you know whatever you follow that's the thing about a process you know also be you also need to change it when you see that something is materially going off track that's interesting because most of the time people would not know these uh, triggers or these moments to change well uh, their conclusions sometimes or on the other hand they react too much to short term news Hmm. So you're on. If you're in the markets, you've just put on CNBC, and you're tracking everything. And one quarter results go wrong, hmm. and you think your process has failed. It's not, because if your process is strong enough, it's just one quarter. It it's is okay. It, it is interesting because everything I do in life, I keep correlating it to personalities and hmm. patterns. Now that's so true. Like you know, uh, we are such instant. generation now and everything we want to that gratification which was considered as a bad thing yes 15 20 years ago that 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 quick gratification yeah yeah things change i mean i can tell you so so uh, look at nutrition advice okay we been born and raised with the fact that uh, what was that geek acha hota hai fir ghee bura hota hai fir acha hota hai fir bura hota hai right or we used to be told that eat breakfast like a pauper lunch like a month this and something whatever ulta, it was ulta ulta ha so eat eat eat, eat breakfast <laughs> like, like a king. this and you know <laughs> yeah, dinner like a pauper papa, yeah. <laughs> and you've got people who do intermittent fasting yes i am one of them there you go yeah. you know? so you don't eat for hours yeah not even a pauper you don't get anything well you've got that twitter guy the ceo uh-huh. i forgotten his name whatever he has one meal in 3 days or something i think like, really oh that is like yeah long i i eat like good food huh, during so, the day and then i so the thing is that you know what we know about stuff is also changing right. what do you do about that exactly and so but no no that's not a point the point okay. is your adaptability to something that is quick and in front of you hmm. i'm talking about that gratification in the moment sure. you do not give yourself that time to look at really understand the process you just so busy you like that post you react to it you make that comment and we are constantly so any pattern that is repeated becomes part of your personality hmm. and that's why we see so many people going through anxiety different challenges actually this is a root cause that we are constantly repeating a pattern it does i guess people judge each other too much and yeah. i don't know reactions have become very different likes on social media posts reactions whatsapp yeah. call i don't know it's not not <laughs> what how it used to be in my time so to say but then you have to adapt things yeah, are what for you do you see anything changing in the way people invest now thankfully awareness has increased 
ओके पीपल आर मोर ओपन टू दी आइडिया ऑफ डूंग एन एस आई पी एक जमाने में तो इट इट जस्ट भी क्या लगता है क्या खरीदने का बताओ बस ये चार स्टॉक खरीदेगा खरीदेगा लॉन्ग टर्म लेट जस्ट आर्ड एन एस आई पी पुट मनी लेट इट गो स्टफ लाइक दैट सो दैट इज अ बिग चेंज आई थिंक दैट फंडामेंटली गुड चेंज गुड यू कैन ट्रैक द मार्केट ट्वेंटी फोर आवर्स So now, ask me. Like over to you. Ask me questions if you want anything else that I for me to look at. Now I, you now you know I can like explore. <laughs> I the bad stuff maybe like I'd ask you some time back. Okay, uh, bad stuff I would say which is also a good thing and you took pride in it initially mm. and now it is turning uh, negative mm. or challenging in in, in some way. Uh, you can uh, hold an argument very well. Okay. You're very logical, and you are also logical on the both on both the sides of the hmm. the conversation. So if you put your mind to it, you can come up with five points here and five points there. And if you decide to argue with somebody, then <laughs> <laughs> that's easy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. That is very easy because I believe, and I have put in quite a few tweets also on that saying that you should always challenge what you know. Oh yeah. See, if so that's exactly what I mean. This if you're going to take a stand, then you better know what's on the other side. If you don't know what's on the other side, then you just, just don't talk about it. Yeah, I but mean, that <laughs> take a stand for sure. But at least appreciate. सामने वाला क्या बोल रहा है? And that is argumentative behavior. Yeah. Now you do not get to that point easily, but this is how you think, which means you would constantly question and doubt and question and doubt. Hmm. Now, as I said, the pattern that you practice the most it becomes part of your. thinking living everything i believe you do that questioning and doubting in your work and that has also become part of your overall thinking it does and at some points i think it gets a little bit too much also like you know it might get into the way of doing things like i just didn't want to say that but you did <laughs> <laughs> like are you speak that in very smart so yeah i do okay i mean that's that's like nail on the head kind okay. of thing second point is once you make up your mind on something it is very difficult for you to change it immediately or i would even articulate it differently it is very difficult for someone else to change your mind so then you would not budge you know and that is uh, that is required but at the same time uh, i put it like this okay when you are being firm you're being firm because you're convinced about what is right what is correct whereas when you're being stubborn you're being correct or you're being stubborn about or you're being firm or rooted into what you think is right So there is that difference, and it's very subjective difference. So one cannot like pick it out and can't do it. You know, it, it is about like looking at things objectively and complete objectively. Yeah, I wish I was more flexible. <laughs> yeah, but I that that, that. Uh, so which is okay, I think work wise. But personal life that becomes a little challenge. It does. I yeah. have faced that. You're right about that. I mean, yeah. there are some things which I don't compromise on. There are some things that I am flexible on, but what I don't compromise <laughs> on is much more than what I'm flexible. <laughs> and and nobody can like talk about that or like you know like even begin the conversation because you were quickly <laughs> being the the quick observer and all the points that I spoke. Right right now you would actually see where the conversation is going and you're like but i don't want to talk about it and the person is like oh my god okay fine so, this reminds me a lot of that finger thing right you have to show how straight this is or ye jitna this thumb i don't know what is that so know. you put your thumbs up right yeah. and then it depends on how straight your thumb is if you how gets, flexible you are yeah, oh, yeah. okay yeah, 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 yeah. i had one guy whose thumb went like little till here yeah like like this yeah something yeah. like that i, I yeah. wonder if i'm flexible but my thumb goes ha huh, that's what so i'm just saying that this i can't go beyond this there it is it is it is <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that's what I wanted to say. <laughs> Looking at you, <it. laughs> 
you might be admitted myself <laughs> good yes i think i'm being i'm being a good coach you know you're saying things of yourself course, very 100%. good <laughs> sign me up already <laughs> okay so last point i want to make please uh so when you have plans and ideas when you know you are excited about them or impatient about them but when it comes to execution you are meticulous mm. you would go in detail you would make sure that you would not uh, leave anything to chance and that meticulous part of your execution is one of the most important parts of your success like everything else adds on but it has also evolved but the part of being meticulous comes from immense commitment and then you are intense and you are committed mm. which is such a relief like to have somebody who yeah. is handling your money being meticulous <laughs> and intense yeah. such a relief i think that's also on point i think the only thing that's probably changed is that you know uh, i don't know what the saying that good should not be the enemy of great something of that sort yes. which means that if you have to execute something at least execute it first rather than you know delay it forever and then but again you know there could be two schools of thought on that like i i in your case you have uh, tried and tested so what you do is you uh, begin with a, a you know at a point and you go with a process and then you constantly experiment in different ways but till the point you don't have a conclusion about the new experiment you would not leave your meticulously designed process that much details of handwriting <laughs> that is seriously something yeah, yeah thank you that thank is seriously so something much. i I'm agree with that. <laughs> yeah, that's so nice. I'm saying, uh, even thinking about it, I'm feeling Super relieved. No, no, it you. is because yeah, it is something that yeah. I believe in. I mean, you know, even if it is a podcast, I believe in writing the questions, sending it to the guest, and getting his reaction from that, and also ensuring that if there are certain changes, please tell me that because wow. if I'm doing a show, it needs to be in a certain script. I, you know, I would like it if you can finish each question in so and so time, <gasps> and then also being open to the fact that listen, it's a conversation. हो गया तो हो गया stuff like that. And then you are experimental about this. Show. Show where I said, okay, do you have any questions before the show? You said, no, no, let's go with the flow. Well, that's you as a host. Oh, yeah, that's 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 the power of being a great host, which you are. Thank you, thank you so much, thank you so well, much. Thank you for telling me all this. Yeah, just kind of, I'm really, you know, it is seriously impressive. I think you're doing a fantastic job at this. And thank, thank you, you for so all much. this input. I had no idea that my handwriting says so much about me. I'm so glad that you liked it because uh, when we were expecting you. we also had all this huge profile that was sent to me so i knew what i was getting into <laughs> oh, but un- unlike what i should have done i did not look at the profile i uh. just like decided to jump in and be spontaneous about it and i really liked it i didn't have any preconceived ideas oh, which worked yeah, yeah. yeah spontaneity works just wing it you know wing just it. Im- improv <laughs> that was your swag <laughs> oh, no 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 my swag is our deep kala kurta pajama one day someday Thank you yes, so much. Yes, and the 350 yawa. <laughs> Correct. We were talking about this song just Makras before. Right. Yes. <laughs> yes. For the for the benefit of our listeners. Yes. Thank you so much Thank for you, being Arthi. on the Thank show. So I really much. enjoyed the conversation. I did too. I think I had a good time out it. Thank you. Thank you. Bye bye. I really liked how Anupam picked up the topic of money and made it so human. You know many a times I meet people and money being one of the most important things that all of us think about we realize that money is not only a commodity or a target to achieve all of us have very deep relationship with money we look at money as our identity how much respect and you know importance we should get around or what kind of achievements we have had in life based on the kind of money we have 
So we thought why not to talk about money as a topic and your relationship with it on an independent episode on Friday. So if you have questions around what kind of relationship you have or what kind of complications you create, write to me. Write to me at Aditi Surana on Instagram or Facebook page and all these points that you think you struggle with, you know, you feel insecure about or you feel too excited about, you spend it too fast, you hold it, you hoard it. Let's cover all of that on the Friday show. So stay tuned and till then, happy writing. I hope you enjoyed that show. We'd like to thank our sponsors this week, HDFC Life and Paytm Money. Also, just a very quick note, I would really appreciate it if you guys could fill out a really short survey on our website. It's on ivmpodcast.com slash survey. It's just a brand recognition survey for us to kind of work with the advertisers and give them some data. So it's a very short, less than one minute survey. Really appreciate your help in filling it out. And let me tell you a couple of things that you should check out this week. On paperback, Rachita and Satyajit are joined by the host of Lit Nama, Lakshmi Krishnan. They talk about women's role in writing and fiction written by women. On The Habit Coach, we have a Women's Day special where Ashton talks about periods, BMS, PCOD, and other taboo subjects which shouldn't be taboo at all. On The Empowering series, Zarina is joined by actor Jim Sarb. They talk about the art of storytelling and his unconventional characters. On Agla Station Adulthood, Ayushi and Ritasha talk about coming of rage and coming of age. On IVM Life, Ritika Alika and Antaresh welcome new producer at IVM Sumit to discuss their ultimate fantasy jobs. Don't miss Sumit's first ever recommendation on the show. Thanks and keep listening. Hi, I'm DJ, one of the presenters of the Edges and Sledges cricket podcast. I'm based in London and host the podcast along with my friend from school, Varun, who's based in Singapore, and his brother Ashwin, who's based in the US. We've all been massive fans of Indian cricket all our lives, and despite living in three different time zones and having pretty busy professional lives, we decided to start our own cricket podcast in March 2018. After putting out 59 episodes on our own, we were delighted to join IVM in May 2019, becoming the first pre-existing podcast to be picked up by India's largest podcast network. We've chatted with some awesome people, had some fantastic cricketing conversations along the way. But the main reason we do this every week is to have fun discussing the same cricket topics and issues that you guys are talking about every day in your living rooms. We're fans, not experts, so expect us to be honest. We really hope you decide to join us every week on the podcast.